thank you for joining us on where we explore the people and projects behind the microphone in depth. Hey now, it's Dave Fenoy. Keep listening to Love That Voiceover. Hello, all you sexy, creative, powerful, and fabulous Love That Voiceover listeners. Today, we have my first live show. Woo-hoo-hoo-hoo. And it's a special, special guest. Ah! And she's there. I hear her saying woohoo with me. Our special guest is... Hello, 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 hello. Wow, what a great it's intro. It's so wonderful to have you. Oh, oh it's fun to I have am you so here. flattered. you believe we're live? Woo! So we are excited. live and in color. Woo! You know, and yeah. I'm so flattered, not only to be introed by you, but by, by Dave Fenoy. I Come on. <laughs> Anytime. <laughs> we love Dave. We love Ooh. Dave. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, love well, to be you know, Dave. Well, Dave's uh, been on the show, and he's a terrific guy to have on the interview. And it was funny because when he was on here, this is a total aside, but when Ooh. he was on here, he had uh, my interview, and then he had, like, this slew of interviews all of a sudden. And I thought Ooh. I brought him good luck. So I You nice paved the way. Anyway. <laughs> so maybe I'll bring you more good luck. But we are here because we had this yeah. special episode. We're live for the first time, and this is not even the news, Sarah, before. Before we get in the juicy news, which is all about you, let's first tell our listeners who may not know you, those who don't, tell yourself, tell us uh, a little bit about you. Oh, well, I, when I'm not pulling people from burning buildings and finding the cure for dread diseases, um, <laughs> first and foremost, I've, um, I'm a stage actress. I started as a stage actress. I began doing community theater back in 1976. And I worked very hard. I eventually landed um, a professional acting gig in 1986. I'm, I'm trying to do this wow. chronologically here in my pea brain. That's, um, that's amazing. And, yeah, well, after um, a matinee, um, a Chicago talent agent approached me backstage after the show. Um, I guess she was there to see another you know, cast member and said, you know, you have a really amazing voice. And uh, would you like to do voiceover? And I said, wow. yeah, sure. What's a voiceover? I, I had no idea what that oh was. Oh, my so gosh. She, <laughs> so she explained to me, she was, you know, like when they show the product on TV and then they hear a voice, and I'm like, oh, wow, okay. So she signed me the following week. She started sending me out on auditions. Uh, in those days, everything was done in-house or, you know, in-studio. And I got a lot of on-camera work as well as, you know, voiceover and right. uh, got my union card. And from that point on, I was officially a working actor, voice actor, you know. So Congratulations. What a wonderful start. Yeah. Now, um, before we we delve into your surprise scoop news, which is which is which is still news to a lot of people, and I'm really happy to have uh, you, my the first. I get to interview you first after all of this. It's so exciting. Oh, yay! Uh, but when, when I couldn't that, think when of a better happened, person. Yay! Yay! Love that voiceover. Woo-hoo, love that, Becca. <laughs> okay. Um, no, I totally forgot what I was going to ask oh. you. Um, uh, something about me, I think. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I, I just want to talk about your history, how you got into it. But what I wanted is people, a lot of people who listen are into voiceover themselves, are starting out, or are fans. And it's lovely mm. to hear how people, you know, got their first break. So that was a wonderful snippet into it. And, you know, what I wanted to ask you real quick before we get into mm. your super news is, 
when you were doing community theater, were you pursuing acting as a full-time vocation or was that a hobby? Oh, no, that was totally a hobby. Um, actually, wow. this is kind of personal, but I don't really mind saying it now, but I was having a hard time, you know, I was married, I was having a hard time getting pregnant, and um, my doctor said, just get your mind off of it. So I was 26 years old, never set foot on a stage in my life, and right. I said, I think I'll go and audition for this show, and if I make a fool of myself, I'll never have to see these people again. And um, <laughs> I auditioned, and they cast me. <laughs> In like a major, like a big role. And I was like, whoa. So I learned how to do acting that way, you know. Um, that's really that's how I wonderful. learned. It's crazy. That's you know, no, I never that's thought of it as a career. I'm that's sorry? fantastic. See, and I think that gives a lot of people a lot of hope in a way because it doesn't mean that they can't work, but it does mean that they can discover it or they can do a hobby and find that they love it and be discovered while they're doing. I mean, this is a classic story of a person doing stage work and then backstage the uh, agent comes forward and approaches them. I mean, it's Crazy. like Marilyn Monroe or something yeah. like that. So it's like really sitting a in traps at the counter. <laughs> exactly. No, it is. Oh, wow. But that is, I want to know time like the present. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, no, I was just saying, yeah, there's no time like the present. And mm -hmm. I want to move forward uh, just to tell a little, pe a little bit more about you. Um, mm. If anybody's ever watched network television since you started voiceover, if, uh, network television, online yeah. courses, on hold in airports, you, you've definitely heard Sierra's voice. You may not have known it was Sierra Larkin, but now you know. You voice TV, yeah, TV and radio, national mm -hmm. syndicated dramas, documentaries, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. industrial film, e-learning, as we mentioned, and high-profile video games. Mm -hmm. And uh, we at Love That VoiceOver are extremely <laughs> fortunate and happy to speak with you in this moment, Sierra, because after a year of silence, due to the non-disclosure agreement that you were required to follow, yes. now you can share your joy in furthering the announcement from yesterday. Hang on, I've got some sound effects. We'll see if it works. <laughs> Drum roll! <laughs> what is your special announcement? The Call of Duty Black Ops 2 has been released as of November 13th with worldwide Hollywood-style hype. And in it, we have a new female president. Yes. And in I Call think it's... Black President Sierra Larkin! Yeah. <laughs> See, all you people were worried about that stupid, uh, that that thing that happened last week, and you should have been voting for me. <laughs> President <laughs> Osworth. <laughs> I believe this is the first, this is the first female, I think, in the Call of Duty series, too. So um, that's an extra wow. special thing. Breaking glass ceiling for us. Yeah, the, the girls are rocking it. Congratulations, officially, Thank you Sarah. so much. Thank you so much. Bobby. I am just over the moon. Yeah. <laughs> I bet. Over and, the and moon. About this whole story, I mean, you are over the moon. I was just going to ask you how you're feeling, so that's a really good way to feel, I'm sure. <laughs> I love for your enthusiasm. <laughs> oh, my God. I can't help but be happy for you. I listen 
different excerpt you were sharing on your Facebook page, a link to YouTube which shows an excerpt from the actual gameplay. And mm-hmm. I got a little bit familiar with the Call of Duty Black Ops 2. Um, it's highly um, war-oriented, obviously. Yeah. If anybody doesn't know, it's totally in, you're in the midst of a war, and you are protecting Sierra, who is the president of the United States. Um how are you feeling about all of this in terms of the release, you know, and in and, and terms of the final, uh, the, the crescendo? Because, I mean, in your career, how does this video game role compare to your other gaming gigs? Tell us tell us about your, your whole sensation now. Well, the, you know, it's really pretty simple. I mean, um, uh, it's overwhelming because, you know, video games, uh, you know, I've done, I've done several video games, and this is so... Call of Duty is so high profile. I had no, I'll tell you the story later how I got into it, but I didn't really have any idea what it was about. Um, but when I found out what it was and the um, uh, the enormity of, of the popularity of this game, I was absolutely just overwhelmed. Um, uh, I was like, no, yeah. this is too good to be true. It's almost like, you know, like, like, I've got sort of, I I mean, this is going to sound, I don't want to sound, you know, trite, but, you know, like celebrity status, but only for gamers because gamers are like so into this, you know. <laughs> well, let, me, let me jump in real quick and, and hold all the thoughts you've got because I want to help people understand. I am not a big gamer personally, but this yeah, is clearly a big video game franchise. And I have a quote from the, a fellow named Eric Hirschberg. He's the CEO of Activision Publishing Incorporated. It's the mm-hmm. first release about the launch of the game, and this is the quote from him. He's the CEO of the game company, basically. He says, from the very beginning, our goal with Call of Duty Black Ops 2 was to deliver a new high watermark for the franchise. And mm. thanks to the hard work and creative brilliance of our team at Treyarch, Treyarch or Treyarch, Treyarch. I'm not sure how to say that, Arc, Treyarch, like Arc of the Covenant, yeah. Arc, right. Arc. Treyarch, I think that's exactly what we've done. So he's really excited and hyped himself. Mm. And wow. this is the first Call of Duty franchise video game role you have played with them? I'm sorry? Call Is this the first Call of Duty franchise video game role for you? Oh, yes, yes. Yeah. Wow. Yep. So you jumped on a big bandwagon. <laughs> I, I, I did, and um, it was the the way this went down was really tell just. Us. Sorry. Tell us, tell us how it went down. Oh, you want to? <laughs> well, I was doing a show, and I was, um, you know, doing a stage show, and um, I came home uh, that evening, and I got a, um, an email on my phone, and it said, "Hi, Sira." Uh, we would like you to come to Los Angeles on Friday, if that's possible. This was on a Tuesday. And they said, you know, uh, to do a voiceover. And that was it. Um, it was from a, you know, an agent, uh, agency or something, you know, in L.A. Um, and I wrote them back. I, you know, in fact, I thought, this is really strange because that's usually not how it works. And I, so I wrote her back and I said, gosh, I'm really sorry, but um, I'm in Orlando and I don't know if that's going to be possible for me to, you know, to come. Um, particularly, I'm doing a stage show right now and I, I'm really yeah. kind of tied up, but thank you for your consideration. You know, I always answer all my emails and I just thought it was just sort of a fly-by-night company, that, you know, and I didn't, you know, because they couldn't, you know, divulge any information. And so oh um, she said, oh, well, we're really sorry, but we'll, maybe we can catch you next time. And I said, okay, thank you. And then 
but but because it was so secret, that so they were just under such wraps, they couldn't say what it was. So she called me a few days later and said, I know you can't come this weekend, but can we get you in next month? She said, we'll fly you in. We'll put you up at the Ritz-Carlton. We'll get you limo service. We'll, you know, and there, I was like, well, bah, 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 wait, let's backpedal here. You know, you're, you want me to... I said, well, I, and I even told her, I said, well, I, I have ISDN. We could just do it from my home studio. And she's like, oh, no, 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 no. She said, uh, this is really important. And she said, we really, really want you. And wow. And th- the reason they wanted me was because, Rebecca, I didn't audition for this. They had gone through, like, dozens and dozens of um, actresses in, in Hollywood and in, uh, all around. They were looking for actresses that could do this particular sound of voice that they wanted, union actresses they were looking for. And um, right. they couldn't find they, – they, they hired a couple of people. They weren't happy with them. And when they decided um, to do their own search. And okay. when they heard who was my voice – calling you? I'm sorry? Who was actually calling you? An agent well, that it, did not represent you? Um, no, I was not represented by them. It was an agent in wow. um, L.A., PCB, um, lovely people, and um, they were uh, affiliated with Treyarch Activision. I mean, they, they worked, you know, um, in concert with Treyarch okay. and Activision and cast a lot sure. of people that way. So, um, okay. um, yeah, and so they did their own search to look for the specific voice that they wanted, but they were looking for someone who also had on-camera experience, and they stumbled upon me. And they said that when they listened to it, they said she's it. That's who. She, that's who we want. Oh and, wow! And they you're doing the Hillary Clinton voice, right? Yes, it's Hillary. Yeah, yeah, oh. uh, yeah. I know Hillary's been very good to me these past few years. <laughs> I've gotten a lot of Hillary gigs, <laughs> mostly comedic, but this one was for real. <laughs> exactly. Crazy. It's crazy. Crazy. Give us a little of Hillary. Sorry? Oh, we're having a little lag there, so I'm sorry if I have to keep asking. <laughs> can you hear me no, okay? No, I'm just saying, I can hear you okay, yeah. Okay. I'm just wondering if you can give us a little bit of the Hillary voice, the Hillary Clinton voice, so people can hear it. Johnson, I want troops in the streets and these drones dealt with. <laughs> Wait, give us an uh, uh, Osama oh, bin Laden. Uh, <laughs> Activision Treyarch contacted me and told me, we are willing to fly you into L.A., all expense paid. We'll put you up at the Ritz-Carlton, limo service, rental car, the whole enchilada. That's so fantastic. You know what? I I have audio clip that you provided. Let me play that for our listeners. And um, do, you, do you happen to know the the scene that I'm going to play? Do you know what this what this it's, is about? Yes, I, I I happen to know this one because it's the only one I ha- I was able to get a hold of. So <laughs> <laughs> of many many scenes that we shot. So tell uh, us. You, you need what, an intro for it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, um, well, in this scene, the drones are attacking, and the president is being escorted by the Secret Service to what is called prom night. That's the underground shelter that they're um, okay. protecting the president. Okay, so here we go. Everybody, I hope this works. Listen in. 
I hope so, too. Dun, dun, dun. Madam President, the drones took out Air Force One and Marine One. We cannot extract you by air. Jones, what's the status of the other convoy? LAPD reports surface streets have been compromised. Cortez Diaz sleeper cells have been activated and are rampaging through the streets. Any word on casualties? Downtown LA evacuated. Preliminary reports are below expectations. Thank God. Mason, what's our next move? Madam President, we're taking you to the prom night shelter under the Bonaventure Hotel in downtown. Johnson, I want troops in the streets and these drones dealt with. I hope you were able to hear that, everybody. I can totally tell that's your voice because you gave us the lines from this scene. Just before you you played the scene, that's fantastic. You sound exactly the same. It's such a trip. So what happened when you got there? Tell us about the experience. Oh, you mean at the studio or just when I got to L.A.? I was just so happy to be in Los Angeles. Sorry. You know, the whole thing sounds so hollywood Superstar, you know, found oh, right. Like it. Yeah, it was great. Give us a synopsis. Yeah. Well, you know, after I I got off my flight, you know, um, you know, there was the you know the limo guy standing there holding the sign with Larkin, you know, and escorted <laughs> me into the limo, gave me some, got me a drink, you know, a drinky. Um, it, I, I was just like, did it you was have really alcohol seriously. at that moment? <laughs> I needed it at that moment. And um brought me brought me dropped me at the Ritz Carlton Marina Del Rey. Um That's they, beautiful. they me oh it was it was just gorgeous. I mean it was just insane. Um this was the first time. I mean I I they they'd sent me out again, you know, after that. You know, this was the first time, this was last year, and we did our preliminary shoot. Um, and, um, but they put me up at the, you know, at the hotel and, um, they wanted me to spend a couple of days just relaxing, you know, um, just, just enjoying the, you know. Oh my God, I would be totally getting, nervous. Getting, I'd be like, help me, help me get into the studio. I want to do my thing. I, I can't I believe thought, I would be nervous. Seriously, Rebecca, I thought that's what they were going to do is just like, you know, scuttle me into the, you know, studio and boom, here's your thing and goodbye. But it wasn't like that. They said, we want you totally relaxed. We we don't want anything to happen to you. So, you know, they said, you know, just rest up, make sure you get a lot of rest and, you know, we'll give you a wake up call. Then we'll come and we'll pick you up and take you to the studio. And I mean, it was like that. And I'm wow. going, you've got first, uh, first celebrity red carpet status. That's beautiful. Hold this thought. Hold it. We're going to get more information. I'm going to take a quick break, a regular show break, and we will be right back. Hey, this is Rebecca. If you'd like to promote a charity or a special event, nonprofit, I'd be really happy to put some information for you in the podcast. Either send me the information via email or send me an MP3 I can just throw in. 30 seconds or less. Thanks for listening. And now, back to the podcast. I also wanted to let people know that we have a good friend named Paul Strickweirda. Do you know Paul, Sierra? Oh, I, who doesn't love Paul? Exactly, exactly. And um, he sent me some information, and I'm just trying to find it right now because he sent it to me right before I went on the air. Um, basically, um, he was near the Hurricane Sandy 
Um, but his in his neck of the woods, he said he only lost power for two days. Uh, oh. But he was blogging about another fellow voiceover artist who was really hit bad by the oh. storm. And so we're talking about somebody who lives in the New Jersey area who mm-hmm. was really devastated. Um, her name is Patrice, and I actually don't have her last name, um, but she is – she has got some friends, including Paul, who's sort of heading this up, I guess. Paul Strickwerder, um is helping her, and he's blogged about this. We're trying to help her get recording equipment and money to rebuild her studio. The insurance people came by, and she had rebuilt her studio or had built her studio in her garage, right, like many people do. And apparently the insurance people just considered it a garage and didn't, even though she had all this obvious equipment that had been damaged that were down the keyboards and audio equipment and mics, all just kind of, you know, getting messed up because they were getting moldy. um, They didn't want to give her anything special. They were just giving her, you know, a value of a garage, not her studio. Can you believe Mm. that? It's terrible. So there's a link um, to her story uh, go to Nether Voice, that's N-E-T-H-E-R-V-O-I-C-E dot com, and go to Paul's blog that's called Helping Friend in Need. That's uh, November 7th, I believe, of that. It's just uh, just this past uh, few days. So, folks, um, that's our PSA for today. And uh, Patrice... Devincentis, I believe is her name, um, helping her overcome the problems and plight of Hurricane Sandy. So I hope mm. some people can go there and help out. Now, oh, very humbling. You know, I mean, we're talking about all this excitement, and there are people who are suffering. And, um, you know, I True. we've been hit by hurricanes as well in Florida, and I, I just my heart goes out to these people. And it's yeah. such a wonderful community that we have, isn't it? I mean, we're so – really our, our VO community is just so – we're it, it's just like no other. It's like no other. It's, we have a heart. There isn't anything like this. Yeah, it's not like the, the, the on-camera acting community. Um, but we have very little time left. We only have about eight minutes left because I'm on a tight schedule since I'm doing a live show. Wow, that moving. went quick. Boy, I'm yapping up a good. Yeah, we should we should do our own view, you know, like have a voiceover view. Voiceover <laughs> view. Oh, I love that. That's a bunch of idea. yappy, obnoxious women interrupting each other. Hurry here first, you know? and who's putting the show? <laughs> President Hillary. Oh my God, I was one of those people, by the way. Anyway, okay, so let's talk about getting in the studio now. Tell us what that experience was like. Did you record this with the other actors in the same room with you? Yes, well, a little of both, but um, I, I did, you know, um, yes, most of the time I was with the other actors, and we were actually, you know, it was it's very cinematic. Um, if, you know, for those who haven't seen what Call of Duty is, it's, it's shot like a movie. And so yeah. I, I was with um, some just fabulous fabulous actors and um it really made my job so much easier it was a lot of fun um that's wonderful but, so you but, were you know, able they, to do the scenes instead of by yourself and then they edit these voices together you were in the yeah. room with the other actors let's say during the scene we were just listening to Mhm. Mm-hmm. wow yep. i was there with them and um uh just oh boy um I I can't you know it's it's so hard to wrap my mind around everything because it was just such a a dreamlike experience you know they suit you up you know you go into what they call makeup but they suit you up um in you know the attire uh for the mocap 
motion capture, um, and they put dots all over your face, like Avatar, you know. And um, so our facial expressions, all the emoting that we do, all the acting, that's us. That's actually our physical, you know, bodies and facial expressions and everything. So uh, it's not just, and then they, you know, of course they tweak it and make it look like whoever they want to look like, you know. Um, but right. you're going to need a broom to sweep up all the names I'm going to drop because we've got like Sam Worthington, Michael Rooker. Um, I have a couple of great scenes with James Hong, who is a gentleman and a scholar. He was in uh, Big Trouble in Little China, Kung Fu Panda. Oh, yeah, I saw you we, had a photo with him on your Facebook page. Oh, we had a blast. I What a nice guy. He actually even wrote me afterwards a couple of days later, and he said, well, you know, it was so nice to get an email from him, like, oh, it was so great working with you. It was, oh. oh, wow. I was like, oh, die and go to heaven, you know. Um, Trent Reznor did uh, compose the music. He's an Academy Award winner, Nine Inch Nails. Um, yeah, it's just, it's just, Rebecca is just crazy. I'm sorry I'm bouncing off the walls, but this is just, you know, I, you know what? my this 15 really minutes. fabulous. Everybody to hear because you know what we knew Sarah be- when she yeah. made it big. Yes, yes. Everything she's receiving right now. Oh, incredible! God bless you. Incredible. God bless you. Uh, uh, no, no, no. So, so it was a wonderful experience and a true acting experience, not only for voice but also with motion capture. Yeah. Was that your first? Mo- capture experience or had you already done that oh no i'd never done it before um so when they told me wow. it was going to be mocap i i went on youtube and said oh what's mocap <laughs> you know <laughs> try to find some you know like like okay i need to prepare i don't want to walk in looking like an idiot you know um but it was just yeah it was it, it was a lot of i did my own stunts too I did my own what? stunts. They threw me under a bus, and I rolled, and yeah, it was great. I got to do stunt work, and and um. God, Dave Fenoy beat. I'm I'm just curious if he's ever been thrown under a bus or had to do stunts <laughs> for voiceover work. <laughs> We've all been thrown under the bus at one point or another. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was kind of funny, wasn't it? That was a good yeah. one. Oh, oh, oh cool. So, did you have any sex scenes? <laughs> oh, they were all sex scenes. Come on, it's Hillary. <laughs> She's getting back at Bill. <laughs> oh, good heavens. Good heavens. No, that's where I draw the line. Of course, at my age, who's going to, I mean, I'd be like flattered, you know, but. but uh, <laughs> Virtual reality, you know, this is sweet. This is awesome. See, they can do that now, yeah. yeah. They don't even have to, you know. Exactly. Save people a lot of time, trouble, and disease, you know. But, um, yeah. <laughs> Honey, they got a bottle. You need to bottle your laugh and sell it because it's just delightful. <laughs> oh, thanks to you. So this is not about me. It's time to talk about you. And we only have a few minutes left. Most priceless, you know, out of the whole experience. I mean, and then you had to wait a year. How the heck were you able to contain yourself? It was really hard. I mean, it was really hard. Um, you know, um, one of the things that sweetened the deal was that um, if I said anything, they were going to fine me $20,000. So that sort of, you know, clinched it for me. That'll you help. know. <laughs> 
Um, but, uh, of course, you know, I had to tell my kids, you know, my, my, my sons, because they, they were the ones that said, do you have any idea what you're doing? I said, not really. So they, they kind of told me what it was, but they know, I mean, they knew that we were going to tell our immediate family, but no, we, we kept it under tight wraps and, you know, it was tough. Yeah. That's a long time. I never knew that you'd have to maybe wait a year. So that's a really big, big news to me too. I didn't know that. I it was a year, and I now I have a new skill, <laughs> keeping my big fat <laughs> trap shut. That's that's a feat in itself. <laughs> we were joking. Everybody was listening, joking about how how silly we were going to be on the live call today, and and uh, Sierra had a couple of different ex, uh, phrases that I won't repeat. But, oh, go ahead. Um, I understand what she means when she says that because she's, you know, she's playing with her own her own persona a little bit when, and that's just incredible. I I think I would have I would have had a hard time. I just got the ninety second mark, so we have ninety seconds to uh, wrap it up that episode with Tira Larkin, the scoop of the day, the scoop of the Ooh. year. As far as I'm <laughs> you're very kind, um, Rebecca. To do more with with this role, you think, or? Um, well, let's let's elect Hillary into office, and then my ship will have come in. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if this is this is. I don't know if they're going to write her in again. Um, you know. Do you so think I. That, um, do you think that this will be a trend though, and do you think that you'll get more work, or have you done a lot of work so far with the Hillary voice? Well, I've, I've done a lot of work with Hillary Pryor, um, but, you know, they were, you know, mostly in a comedic vein. So um, after this, I wasn't able to even tell my agents about this. So now um, hopefully I can get some work out of it. They'll say, oh, she's done this? Okay, you know. Um, but yeah. we'll see. I let the cards fall, I you know. Heard you, you, you might be on Jon Stewart next, sweetheart. Yeah. <laughs> I'd say oh, I never expect anything, and, and when I get – anything it's a pleasant surprise so yeah it's always good to have ideas well listen i appreciate your time very much i'm going to wrap it up here um sierralarkin.com you can find out more about there thanks again for listening everybody to love that voiceover i'm love that rebecca love that rebecca.com next time love ya bye bye okay are we done i uh <laughs> i hope we didn't Get heard I hope, I hope we are because they're here. Let's <laughs> we'll <just> keep going. <laughs> Never stop streaming. Only T-Mobile lets your family stream music and video on the most popular services like YouTube and Pandora without using any of your LTE data. And right now, get your family three lines, each with six gigs of LTE data for just 40 bucks per line, and your fourth line is free. Hurry to T-Mobile or call 1-800-T-MOBILE now. Limited time offer subject to change. OAC plus taxes and fees. Detectable video typically streams at DVD quality. Third-party subscription charges may apply. Streaming on included services on qualifying plan on our network. See data management practices at tmobile.com. There are places to shop, and then there are shopping destinations. Like Simon Premium Outlets. Here, there's always something new to discover. New styles, new brands, and always amazing prices. Simon Premium Outlets. Exceptional brands up to 65% off. At Leesburg Premium Outlets, enjoy tax-free shopping Friday, August 5th through Sunday, August 7th. Buy your back-to-school style and enjoy extra savings off already discounted prices. Visit PremiumOutlets.com slash Leesburg for more details. Leesburg Premium Outlets, a Simon Center.